Studio. This is the Jam Plan Podcast. I'm Westside Jordan, and I'm here with B and KD. What's up? And uh, it'll just be us two tonight. You know, the two uh, the two main guys that's been on every duo. episode. <laughs> Batman and Robin. Yeah, man. Uh, and today's episode, we'll be talking about, you know, just what's kind of been going on in the hip-hop world and also kind of like the world in general, uh, mainly focusing on hip-hop and stuff. Uh, over the last few months, uh, probably since what, from like, probably since the beginning of 2020. January. Now? Yeah, January yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, we got quite a few things to cover. Um, but, you know, we won't bring up, we won't, we'll try not to bring up uh, some of the obvious stuff, you know, like the whole shutdown thing. Yeah. Just strictly hip hop, man. Yeah, definitely. So. Well, the first topic I want to bring up, which was at the very beginning of the year, is the Grammys. Uh, some of the winners in the hip-hop sections of the Grammys. Um, so, in the best rap <coughs> performance uh, category, some of the, the candidates were, were... The songs were Clout by Offset featuring Cardi B. Oh, uh, and then Down Bad, which is by Dreamville, which is J. Cole. Oh, that's a dope. I love that song. I have not heard that song, sadly. Um, Dude, you need to listen to Down Bad. That shit is badass. It actually came out last year, but still, yeah. it's still part of the Grammys, which is 2020. Yeah. So. And then Suge by The Baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, The he, Baby, he's okay. Um, yeah, that song's actually, I actually like that song. It's actually deep. I'm not the biggest The Baby fan. That was actually a decent song for me. Oh. I remember one of my friends played that to me, and I, I actually liked that song. You know? Well, let me check if, I, if I've even listened to this song. Because I've listened yeah. to a couple of baby songs, but not too many yet. Uh, okay, yeah, I've heard it. I, I think I've heard it. Yeah, it's, a, it's its most popular song, Yeah, I want to say. Uh, Middle Child. Yeah, you, need to listen to, and then, you need to listen to Down Bad. All right, I will. That's a dope-ass song. And then Middle Child by J. Cole. And then yeah, that's a I like that song. And then the winner, which was "Racks in the Middle" by Nipsey Hussle, featuring Roddy Rich and Hit Boy. Um, in my opinion, I, I've only heard "Suge," "Middle Child," and "Racks in the Middle" in this in this section. Uh, for me, my favorite song of all of these was definitely "Racks in the Middle," just because I'm a Nipsey Hussle fan and a Roddy Rich fan. So, how, what do you? Wait, so who? So who's on, who's hit, I heard of Hit Boy because he was on the new Nas album. Is he a producer? Or, yeah, um, he's a producer. Is he also a rapper or no? Uh, no, he's, I don't think he, yeah, he, he's not a rapper. He did not rap on Racks in the Middle. Okay, so what's his like production style? Because I'm kind of curious about it. Um, his production style, uh, I don't know exactly what his production style is, but on Wikipedia it says he uses FL Studio and custom music plugins to make his beats. Okay. So yeah, it looks like he's more. He's definitely he takes a more digital approach to his uh, production style. Um, yeah, because analog equipment's expensive as hell, man. Yeah, it definitely. It's like drum machines. You can just make. What I like about. I'm not. I'm not. I love the '90s. '90s is probably my favorite era of uh, hip hop. But what I like about the whole. I guess the whole digital age is music's a lot easier to make. That's why we have more shittier music. <laughs> yeah. 
But it's also it's also cheaper too because yeah. back in the day you actually had to pay for studio time. You could just make music on your own. You need little to no training. You can just look up everything on YouTube. It's just like very, I guess, um, more of like technological advances that you had. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like yeah. that. Uh, I, I, for someone who wants to make music, you know, it definitely definitely makes it a lot more easier to just kind of. You know, go on to like GarageBand and make like a quick beat or something. Yeah. And then. And you can make it as like dope as possible too. Yeah, yeah, you can, and like, and also like on things like GarageBand and other things is that you can incorporate like, even though it is digital, you can incorporate like some regular, like, uh, instruments like guitars and like regular drums and stuff, which is pretty cool. Oh yeah, that's what's up. You just have everything at your fingertips. It's not yeah. like we're oh I have to go to, piano. What is this? Piano City? What the hell? I mean, Guitar Center, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, like, buy all this, like, equipment that's going to cost you 600 You can just buy software for less than, more than half that price, you know what I mean? You can yeah. buy it for, like, a, I know I know FL Studio one's deep. It's, like, I want to say 1200 if I'm correct. Let me see. Or something like that. Cause I know my cousin, either my cousin uses some kind of software. He makes dope beats, too. I need to show you his beats. Oh yeah, de- yeah, definitely send me those. And yeah, they're very like melodic trap beats. Alright, dude, I love those kind of beats. So yeah, I definitely would like to yeah. listen to those. And then was, I'll send you the file. Yeah, and then for best rap slash like you know like some raps is it's kind of a weird category. It's like best rap slash singing song performance. And then oh, so kind of like the whole Drake. <laughs> yeah, kind of. The candidates for that one is The London by Young Thug featuring J. Cole and Travis Scott. Uh, oh, boy. I, I actually I actually really like that song. Uh, I really I like that track. Heard. Yeah, it's I'm pretty not, good. I'm not a Young Thug person. I don't I don't like his voice. The only Young Thug song that I like is Lifestyle. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I think you should listen to The London. It's not, I think it sounds pretty good. Alright, The London you said? Yeah. Alright, but put it down on my notes. And then Ballin' by Must by DJ Mustard, even though he doesn't rap on it, featuring Roddy Rich. Uh, I really love that song. This is uh, this was definitely one of my favorites on the of the candidates for this category. Uh, the only song on here that I have not heard is Panini by Lil Nas X. I don't fuck with Lil Nas X. <laughs> <laughs> He's trash, bro. And then Drip Too Hard by Lil Baby featuring Gunna. Uh, that song's pretty good. I haven't heard it. And then the winner was Higher by DJ Khaled. But it's actually, for me, it was actually a DJ Khaled song that I liked because it was Nipsey Hussle and John Legend on the track instead of some, like, other artists. John Legend's a dope singer and producer. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised at how well Nipsey Hussle and John Legend sound together on yeah, this track. Was this a posthumous release? Yeah, this was... Or was this yeah, released... This- before he died. This yeah, this was the posthumous release. This was like this was the last video that Nipsey Hussle, the video for this song was the last video Nipsey Hussle ever filmed. Okay, so it wasn't posthumous then, since he, I, it he was, was already it on. It was released posthumously, but there was a music video of it, like that they filmed oh, before where he's he died. actually in yeah, there, right? and then they released it after okay. he died. I'm not sure if that was planned. But I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I hope it was not planned. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like it was just circumstances, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then for best rap song of the year, uh, this definitely had some interesting people, had some interesting songs on it. Um, Suge by the Baby was on it again. 
Rax in the Middle was on it. Uh, Gold Roses by Rick Ross featuring Drake. Okay. Um, Bad Idea, Chance featuring Corday. And then the winner was A Lot by J. Cole featuring 21 Savage. Oh, I love that song. That song is so good. I like, I don't, I'm not the biggest 21 Savage, but that is probably the only 21 Savage song I can listen to. It It is such a good song. It is. I like, I like that soulful beat that mm-hmm. whoever produced that, man. Yeah, it was, yeah it was so good. And then for best rap album, I have not listened to any of these albums all the way through. Uh, it was The Lost Boy by Corday. Uh, okay. And then I Am, I Was by 21 Savage. Championships by Meek Mill. Revenge of the Dreamers 3 by Dreamville. And then Igor okay. by Tyler the Creator. It, the winner was Igor by Tyler the Creator. Yeah, that makes sense. I also wanted to talk about the only album I actually listened through listened to the whole whole way through was uh, Revenge of the Dreamers. That was actually a solid a solid project, you know what I mean? Yeah, was it? It's just like a, it was like a collab album, like a collective. It had J Cole, Jid, um, damn, I don't even remember the other people on it. But Buddy was on there. Oh dang, Buddy! I like Buddy. Yeah. So what what happened was there, I think they made the whole album in a week. They just like rented a house and they stayed there. They like slept in the studio. It was either the, the studio or the house. They just slept there for like the. whole like seven days, I want to say. They're just working. They're just grinding, writing, writing down the pen game and all that. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. It just really showed like the um, how much like chemistry they had. Cause they, you know, if you live with someone for that long, you're gonna start getting annoyed with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know if Loot was on the album? Oh, Loot. Yeah, Loot was on. There. All right, My cool. Bad. And then Earth Gang. And then there was some other dudes. Cause, cause Loot, man, Loot, he's probably yeah, he's like, dope, dude. he's probably like one of my favorite, uh, like Dreamville artists. Yeah, I agree with you, man. He's definitely talented. Okay, so the baby was on there. Yeah. Young Nudie. The baby was on there. Yeah, he was on one of his couple songs actually. Oh, he... damn! There's a lot of producers. Oh, that makes sense because the baby's from North Carolina. That makes sense. Yeah, so the baby bass bass is okay. Cause cause is really dope. I like him. Reason reason's dope. Childish major. I don't know who that is. Maxo cream. I didn't know Maxo cream was on. Um. Airy Linux. Ski Mask, the Slump God was on there. I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I'm kind of surprised. That was on the song that I really like on there. Oh, and then Smino was on there. Smino's from, I think Smino's local. I want to say. And then Vince Staples, dude. Vince Staples, I love Vince. Staples. Yeah, I got a lot of respect for Vince Staples. I love his music. And then Ty Dolla Sign, Dreezy. And Sap Sap is okay. Yeah. And there was actually I also want to tie there's there's actually a director's cut of the album that came out the same year. Oh dang. Yeah, I was like it was just basically a deluxe bonus edition. It had um one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 
8, 9, 10, 11, 12 more tracks. So that brings it all the way to 30 tracks. I haven't listened to the director's version, but I did like I did like the original version. I thought it was a solid project. And I also wanted to listen. I need to listen to Lost Boy because um, Wybin Corday is probably one of my favorite like modern day rappers. I heard like songs like Kung Fu. Kung Fu. Um, there's Winter Time. I want to say. There was another one. Hold up, Lost Boy. By Wybin Corday. Yeah, Winter Time. RNP with Anderson Pock, broke as fuck. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's it. I just like the songs on there. He's very talented, I think. He's a dope yeah. lyricist, top tier. And yeah. And one thing that uh you know I think we need to mention is that on the day of the Grammys was uh Kobe Bryant's death. Um today the the day that we're recording this is the day of Kobe Bryant's birthday. Um, I believe he'd be 42 today. Um, so yeah, that was definitely, that was definitely, it was kind of, it was definitely one of the, like, it was just so, like, it just kind of caught me off guard, Kobe Bryant's death. It just was not something I was expecting at all. Yeah, I didn't even expect him to die. Like, I thought he would die from, like, old age or something. Yeah, it was just. Or, like, natural causes. How, how did you hear about it? Um... Shoot, that's a good question. So I, I, I think I was like downstairs or something, and my dad was telling me, "Yo, Kobe Bryant died." I thought he was like bullshitting me or something. And I looked it up. I was like, "Holy shit, that dude died, man!" And his daughter died too. Yeah. I feel like we put more of an emphasis on him dying because he is a celebrity than his actual daughter. I'm not yeah. sure if you feel that way though. Also, I believe uh, like some other people also died on that crash too. Like I, th- I, I forgot the amount yeah. of people. Um, I think it was the daughter's coach or one yeah, of the coaches. Yeah, coaching, like the pilot. Um, yeah. I think the daughter of the coach also. Yeah, just a lot of just a lot of people died in the crash. Um, when I when I heard, first heard it, it was like I you know how like sometimes on like on my phone I get news alerts and stuff like that. Yeah. And so like I get that too, Google News. And so like I was at the store or something, and then like I felt like a news report on in my like pocket, and I was like, oh. Okay, I'll check it when I get home. When I check it when I got home, it was just, it, I was just like, it was kind of like shocking. Like wow. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but I do respect him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I never was like the biggest Lakers fan. I, I like basketball, but I'm more of a, I, I like the Clippers. But you know, it did, yeah, <laughs> Kobe's death definitely caught me off guard. It did. It was in the news for a minute, bro. Yeah. It's kind of, rem- it's very reminiscent of uh, when Aaliyah died, because Aaliyah died the same way. Yeah. If you think about it. Because she died in a plane, cla- a plane crash, and um, Kobe Bryant died in a, um, a helicopter crash. I think, I think they were like, they hit a mountain or something. It was like very foggy out, and I think that's how they died, honestly. Yeah. yeah. And then another major uh, death this year. Is the death of Pop Smoke? Uh, I I don't really care for him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The only song I had heard from him before his death was "Welcome to the Party." Uh, I thought it was I thought it was a pretty good track, but for me, my favorite Pop Smoke track is probably "Dior." Uh, That track's pretty good. Um, I do. Dude, to be honest, I I didn't really hear 
I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I, I didn't really hear until until he actually died. I didn't even know who he was. Like, I feel like when someone dies, people tend to, like, overrate them. You know what I mean? It's mm. like, oh, oh, all his albums are classic. He's a legend because when he died, like, you should enjoy him while he's still there. And there's, yeah. like, a whole, like, whole fake fan kind of thing behind it. Like, the whole X thing. X started blowing up when he... I mean, he was very popular, but you got these fake fans that only cared about him when he died. Like, news covered... News news is just trying to get coverage for stories and views, you know. Yeah. So that's what I kind of feel with the whole... Whenever a rapper or entertainer dies, that's when we start caring more about them. When they're actually not alive. And we kind of have a bias towards them. We're like, oh, we can't talk shit about them. Mm. That's kind of messed up because they're dead. That's kind of like talking shit behind their back, you know. So, like, one thing I did like about Pop Smoke is that he was definitely uh, bringing back... You know, he was kind of bringing hip-hop back to Brooklyn... Which I thought was kind of cool how he was kind of doing that and kind of it's kind of like part of that whole book new Brooklyn drill scene, which I which I yeah. really like. Uh, Pop Smoke, I believe, uh, Casanova is a part of that. Uh, Chef G is another artist, a part of the um, uh, new Brooklyn sound. Twenty uh, two G's. Um, man, who else? There's somebody else. Uh, Sleepy Hollow is a part of the new. Brooklyn drill sound so Pop Smoke was kind of a part of that uh, whole new uh, like drill sound coming out of Brooklyn now which I, which I'm a I'm a fan of drill music so I thought that was pretty cool and then now we get into a very interesting bit of news that I think we'll have a lot to say about uh, I know what you're gonna I feel like I know what you're gonna say is it what I think you're gonna say it might be if you Right. Takashi Six Nine is released from prison. Did oh, never mind, never mind. I was, I thought you were talking about something else, like a certain song that came out. But no, we're not, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We'll get, to, we'll get to that. Don't worry. But this best for last. This, yeah, that'll be because that was very recent. Uh, yeah, Takashi Six Nine was released to was was released from prison due to, uh, COVID nineteen risk. Uh, Wait, why did he go to jail in the first place? Do you remember? Uh, I believe it was a part of like a Rico thing where like they're taking down oh, a whole okay. gang. Yeah. Uh, and we all know the story. We don't need to say it again. Um. <laughs> Wait, who? About uh, Takashi. We all know what he's done. Yeah, I'm su- I'm surprised that dude's still alive, man. He's like the, I'd say he's like one of the biggest trolls. He knows he he fucked up though. Yeah, he 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 definitely does. Like, there's not like he's kind of like Tef. He's kind of like the like Teflon couches. Like everything just rubs off him because he doesn't. I never heard anyone. Like I heard people attack him, but he. I never heard it, like him t- attack people back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like he doesn't really give a shit, honestly. And if you heard it, there was, like, a DJ Vlad interview of, like, his whole trial. He was, like, so timid, dude. He was, like, he was way different than he was in his actual music. He was very quiet. He was very, like, he looked, he sounded like he was very scared, you know. Yeah. I just want to put that out there, that he's putting on, 6 9 is just, 6 9 is just an image, man, you know. That's not who he really is as a person, I don't think. For me, like... Yeah. One thing that I I think what he's doing is kind of dangerous for yeah. a lot of people just because a lot of other people could get the idea that they, that they can do the same thing, mm-hmm. um, which 
that's not a very safe thing to do. Um, so, yeah. Uh, he's like a studio gangster, I want to say. <laughs> I don't think he's going to die, though. Crazy never dies. <laughs> And then, uh, then we move on to some uh, another kind of bit of news, which was Tory Lanez arrested for gun possession, accused of shooting Megan the Stallion. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that one, that was a crazy story. Like when that came out, I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> Dude, aren't they aren't they friends still? I don't think they're no, I don't think they're friends anymore. Oh okay. But yeah, I when I when I saw that story, I was like. So, like, when I heard it, all I heard, what, like, at first was, like, Tory Lanez was, like, caught for gun possession. I was, like, oh, okay. Um, and, I, and, like, I heard that Megan the Stein was in the car, right? But, and then, like, later it comes out that she, that he shot her, allegedly shot her in the foot, in, in her feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Which is, uh, I, I was just. Cause like I I had listened to some Tory Lane songs cause like some of them, I thought they were okay. But now it's like I'm not gonna listen to this guy anymore. This guy's freaking crazy. Wait, was that the dude that cheated on Will Smith's wife? Is that someone else? That's someone else. Oh shit! My bad. <laughs> oh, I did not even put that in this. I I forget the rapper that did it. I think it was a singer. Yeah, it was a singer. Oh, August Alcina, that yeah. was his name. What what are your thoughts on the whole August Alcina thing? Man, that's very petty, man. <laughs> like personally, like I don't know why Will's still with her, man. Like like yeah. I might be like the only person to do this, but I'll in defense of her, I will say that they were they were like they were not divorced, but they were split up at separated. the time. They, yeah, they were separated. Yeah. And which, I mean, I don't blame her uh, for doing that, to be perfectly honest. Um, it's very rocky. It was a very rocky relationship because they had, they had a lot of problems. Yeah. Right, you know? And, um, yeah. you know, overall, I, I, I feel like she's getting a little bit more hate than she kind of deserves, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, you know, also, like, another thing is that, like, you know, what people do in their own home should not be always... <laughs> Like, put out there all the time. It's always going to happen if you're famous. Yeah. No matter... Like, there... I got an article... Yes... No, it was actually today. It, it kind of ties into how irrelevant people just wanted. Like, there was, like, a... There's, like, a photo of Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. They're, they're like, at a family trip or something. And they're like, oh, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are going out with the... I'm like, bro, I don't care. <laughs> like, they just have to put everyone's business out there, man. Just let them live their life, man. I know they signed up for it, but it just gets very annoying, man. It's very gossipy. Yeah. You know, the, the facts get all skewed and stuff. Yeah. And then, let's see, what else is there? Uh, the death of Malik B., a founder of The Roots. Oh, yeah. Rest um, in peace. I, I've not really listened... I, I don't think I've ever listened to, like, any, like, thing by The Roots, to be honest. Uh, yeah. So I think you would probably know a little bit more about that than I would. I mean, I, I love The Roots, but I'm not, like, a, a, a really big fan, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think they do have classic albums. Like, Malik B., I mean, he yeah, he, he's, he's a solid rapper. I feel like Black Thought overshadowed him, though. Oh, okay. You know? Like, Malik B. is a great rapper, but... Black Thought just bodied him, too. And so did Dice Raw, who was kind of like a... 
unofficial member of the Roots. So I'm sad that I I'm not trying to be how do I word it without being an asshole like Malik B. I I'm sad it it sucks that he died, but I wasn't like really invested in him, you know. So I can't really comment on that. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you know, sometimes like I feel like some people try to act too hard to like know. You know, about exactly. artists. They try to be all fans and shit. They're like, oh, he died? I'm going to just listen to his music right now and say I'm a fan, you know? Yeah, which I, I feel like that kind of disrespects the artists themselves. Uh, just because, yeah, like... it's very petty, bro. <laughs> yeah. To me, I, I can find it like, being kind of disrespectful to an artist um, just because, I don't know, I feel like they, they have, like, this whole body of work out there and you never really respected it until now. It's like... Yeah. I don't know. It, it kind of reminds me of, like, when, when you, like... You like friend picks you up or something, and then he says he's on his way, and you're not even ready yet. Yeah. <laughs> you just lie to him and say, "Oh, I'm ready," even though you're not. That's kind of how it is, honestly. And then now a ma- a, a major thing that has happened, if especially if you like old school hip hop, is Jam Master J's murder case. Uh, oh, that I was gonna say that much. You brought it up. Yeah. Am I going into the details of the case thing? You have those. Oh no! I thought, because I, I, I knew that was gonna be your subject, so I maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, I got the. Yeah, so I, I just, I just wanted to like intro that to let you talk. All right, thank you, bro. Appreciate it. So, like I said, this is August, August seventeenth. So it was a couple days ago. And two men were charged for the suspected murder of Jam Master J, which was back in two thousand two. So almost twenty years ago. These men were Ronald Washington, I, I believe he's 56 years old, and Carl Jordan Jr., who's 36, and they were charged for drug trafficking. And they're looking at a minimum of 20 years in prison if they're convicted for count. I mean, for the the crime that they committed, because I I believe one of them said they they uh, they said they're not they pleaded not guilty. And author, authorities are thinking that it was a cocaine deal gone gone wrong. And the pro- the prosecutor said that the two men had executed uh, Mr. Mexel after he sought to exclude them from a multi kilogram multi state narcotics transaction. And this was in July 2002, and just months before the murder. Court papers say Mr. Mazel had received about 10 kilos of cocaine on consign from a supplier in Maryland. So it was just. Yeah, it was just basically a drug deal going wrong. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know Jam Master J was about that life, but I heard he was pretty street, you know. Yeah, based upon like how Run DMC kind of, Run DMC definitely did not have like a street persona in the music yeah. they made. So that yeah, I they had like that. hardcore hip hop. That makes sense. Yeah, like the beats were knocking. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Jam Master J signed. Um, you got uh, 50 Cent into rapping. You, like, introduced... Yeah, they just had, like, a really good chemistry. And Jam Master J also put, um... The on- Onyx on... Onyx on, like, um... Yeah, he just put them... Yeah, he just showed the world who Onyx was. I just want to put that out there. He, yeah, he basically introduced the world to Onyx. You know, you don't, you know who Onyx is, right? Uh, I've heard the name. Yeah, they made the song Slam. Okay, yeah. Let the boys be boys. Oh, okay, yeah, I've heard that song. Yeah, that was a very popular song. They're a really dope group. Yeah. They're very hardcore hip hop. They're just like yelling, scrap. They just had like scratchy voices, very rasp voices. So yeah, 
So it seemed like uh, basically Jam Master J, they didn't like, they had like beef over a drug deal. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm not sure. This is alleged. This is like suspectedly. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. These are not the facts. These are just alleged. Um, yeah. Because you know. what was interesting was that they had, they kind of had leads, but they went nowhere because there was like insufficient evidence. And now they, like 17 years later, they found evidence. I'm not sure if they. I'm not giving them the benefit of doubt. I don't know. You know what I mean? They could have did it. They could have not. They could have been part of him getting killed, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's pretty crazy. And then, I guess now we get into some of the major releases of this year. Uh, I'm basically yeah. going I'm I'm to talk about the ones... You can talk about the ones that um, you've listened to. Yeah. I'll talk about the ones that I've listened to. Um, yeah, go for it. So... At the beginning of the year, on February 14th, A Boogie with the Hoodie released Artist 2.0. Um, I didn't listen to too much of that, um, but I did listen to some of it, and I do like, uh, and I just, I forgot the title, like, the guitar song. I love that song on the album. And two weeks later, G Herbo and Lil Baby released their albums. G Herbo's album, PTSD, is really good. I would highly recommend people listening to it. Uh, some songs I think people should listen to on Jerobo's PTSD album are. Um, hold on, give me a second here. Yeah, pull up the track list. Yeah, yeah you, <laughs> do, do not do my. Do not do, um, Lawyer Fees featuring Polo G is definitely worth a listen. Uh, Party in Heaven featuring Lil Dirk is definitely really good. Uh, PTSD, the song is also really good on this album. Um, so yeah, those are pretty much those are pretty much some of my those are probably my favorite songs on the album. And I also like the song you did with Twin Savage on this album. And then also Lil Baby's My Turn came out. Um, you pull up the track listing for that. Hopefully, said Little Baby or Dub Baby. <laughs> Wait, you said Little uh, Baby or The Baby? The Bigger Picture by um, oh. Little Baby is definitely really good. I would highly recommend okay, people baby, listen yeah. to that. Um, yeah. I believe all the listens to that uh, go to uh, proceeds to the Black Lives Matter movement, so I think that that would be definitely worthwhile to listen to. Emotionally Scarred is also a really good song. And then Whoa on that album, I also really like that song. And then... One rapper that some people might not know too much about, but he's like a little Dirk affiliate, is King Von. He released an album called uh, LaVon James. And some of the songs I think people should listen to are... Um, let's see. Some good songs on there are... Uh, I guess I haven't really listened to too much of this album, actually, to be honest. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I guess I gotta take okay. a listen to that. And then, you know, just some random releases by Lil Uzi and Megan Thee Stallion. I uh, don't have too much to say about that. I have not listened to that. Uh, Lil <laughs> Dirks, just because y'all waited to. That album is super good. I would highly recommend listening to that. Um, and then Polo G's The Goat is super good. And J.I., the Prince of N.Y., also released Welcome, Welcome to G-Star Volume 1. That's also 
worth a listen. J.I. is kind of like an up-and-coming rapper out of Brooklyn. Definitely would give him a listen. And uh, I guess I have a question for you. Have you listened to Logic's last... Well, what he says is his last album. Um, No, but I, I'm on like a Amino. It's like the rap and hip-hop one. And I heard good stuff. I heard good stuff on the news about it. Because I'm... Here's the thing about Logic, man. I loved him when he was older, but once he got newer, after the whole suicide song, he just went downhill. He just got too corny. He was trying to, like, he was trying to pander to the radio. But I heard he actually, on his last album, was actually good because I think he went back to his roots on it. You know how some artists know they fucked up? So <laughs> at the la- they wait until the last album, the last minute, to actually fix their sound. But I did hear good stuff about it, though. You know what I mean? It's a very... Yeah, it's a very... Yeah, I just heard it's just like a good album that I should check out. I think people gave it like a 4 out of 5 or 8 out of 10. So yeah, I definitely need to check out that album. Right, we're having like technical difficulties right now. He can't hear me. I'm talking right now. If you can hear. Yeah, he left. So I'm just going to talk about the releases that came out for me. So it won't be like awkward silence. So we got a, uh, this album came out far back, but it's still in the same 2020 year. And that was uh, Three Joints by Redman. Can you hear me? Yo, Kern, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to tell him about Three Joints by Redman. So, so Three Joints by Redman came out January 10th of 2020. And it's like a single LP, meaning that it only had three albums. It was like a half album, you want to say. So the songs on there were Slap the Shit, The Shit Outie, Outcha, and then It's, it's a Banga, and then Zuga. So... I'm just gonna talk briefly on it, just because it's not that much songs on there. So slap the shit out of, slap the shit out you is like one of my favorite songs on the album. Of the single EP, there's like a music video. It's very hilarious. It's just Redman is in his zone basically. He's very he's very witty and charismatic on the microphone. And then you get to Banga, which is just basically a half-assed remix of the Rock the Rock Wilder, which was a classic song from Redman and Method Man. Yeah, that song was solid, and then Zuga's my least favorite. It had that early 2000s club music vibe to it, and the chorus was kind of annoying. So overall, I thought it was a solid EP. And then we get to my another release, and that is uh, All My Heroes Are Dead by R.A. The Rugged Man. I like the dope album cover. I know people disagree with it. It's kind of corny, but it has like that B-movie vibe to it, like those B-action movies. And this was actually released on April 17th. 2020 and I believe the first single was actually what was that it was legendary loser so it was just very funny it was just already the rugged man portraying six nine and then he like he commits suicide or something it's just it's a very chaotic and colorful music video so the song I haven't heard I really want to hear the album because I heard good stuff about it a couple songs I did hear was wondering how to believe that's a very sad and somber song 
then Dragonfire, that's a posse cut with, I want to say Koji Rap and Ghostface Killing, some other guys, and Gotta Be Dope with Afro, who's like his protege, and that's produced by DJ Jazzy Jeff of, um, of uh, Fresh Prince fame, and then we get to Slayer's Club, which is another posse cut, and then All Systems Go, Legendary Loser, and those are the songs that I actually heard on it. And Gotta Be Dope is a dope music video. It's just them, like, Afro and uh, Ari the Rugged Man rapping their ass off, like, in Robot Max, and they're just fighting each other. So it had, like, that cartoonish vibe to it, like, that Voltron, that Power Rangers vibe to it. So those are, those are some of the albums that I listened, or, like, saw that came out, but I listened to a couple songs off of them. Do you have any other ones that you want to say, Westside? Um... Uh, I listened to a little bit of Tiana Taylor's latest album. Uh, that, okay. one, that one was pretty good. Uh, and then, like, as I, I believe you mentioned Nas's King's Disease, right? Oh, no. You can bring that up. Alright, so Nas have released King's Disease uh, recently. I actually have not listened to that album yet, but I'll, I did I heard listen, good stuff about it. I have listened to Ultra Black. Um, Beauty Cat this track. Yeah. Uh, that, which I believe he's come back and said that was not necessarily a dig at Doja Cat though, but uh, I don't know. Probably subliminal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that definitely caused. Was that a stirred, good song? That track stirred up a lot of controversy when it came out, but. Hey, West Side was that a good song? I thought it was actually pretty good. I liked it. Okay, I, I haven't listened to it, so. Yeah, now, but now we get to the even more controversial track. Well, you want me to go through my, and then we can save that for last. Okay, yeah, 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 be, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I'm going to just go through them. So Run the Jewels 4 came out. I heard two songs from that. That was Ooh La La and Out of Sight. Out of Sight with 2 Chains and Ooh La La with Greg Nice. Dope, dope songs. And then we get to Music to be Murdered by by Eminem. I skimmed through the album. I did not like the album, in my opinion. Like, Eminem just falling the fuck off, man. Like, you got those stands and shit that's just going to defend everything he does is good. Like, he's dissing the mumble rappers and dissing trap music, and then he's going to make a trap music album with mumble rappers, which had Juice World on there, which is a mumble rapper. And then we already covered Logic Lot, No Pressure, and then we get to Lou by Conway the Machine. I haven't listened to that album, but I the song that I like was um, Get Sunny, which had Cormega, which is a dope-ass song. I love that grimy Alchemist production. And then we get to Little... Dominique's Nosebleed by Koreatown Oddity. He's like a very underground MC. He's very abstract. And I need to listen to those albums. A lot of these albums that I heard, they came out, but I only heard like a couple songs. I actually need to go back and listen to those. So those are what I have in mind. So you can you can carry on to what you were going to talk about. So now we get to probably the most controversial track of the year so far, which is WAP. By Cardi B featuring Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, definitely. That 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 track has so many different controversies surrounding it. It's crazy, man. Have you listened to it? Yeah, sadly. <laughs> yeah, because my friend was like, oh, yo, listen to that song and stuff. I was like, okay. He, he hates the song, too. Or he thinks... Man, that was Yvonne that told me to listen to it. Yeah, I would get, I would say it was okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, like the beat was the beat was just bland, honestly. 
it's not a bad song it's just not a good song it's very mediocre yeah I would. what you're gonna expect from cardi b and uh megan the stout was it megan the stallion yeah it's megan the stallion okay i'm getting these people confused <laughs> but yeah i definitely like the let's just say i like the music video i'm just leaving it at that <laughs> and um and also, what was their name? Kylie Jenner was in it. Yeah. That was, like, controversy also. Yeah. You can talk about the controversy. So, like, that controversy was you. because uh, the story was was that the, it, it had caused controversy because Kylie Jenner, who is a white woman, really all she did was just walk in the freaking video. Whereas, uh, I forgot who the dancer's name was, but the dancer in the, um, towards the end of the video, she was... Uh, I believe she's black, and she was dancing, and she was, she did a lot of really good dancers, and so they kind of point out how there's a double standard between how, you know, white women are in the music industry and how they are kind of just don't have to do much, whereas people of color have to do a lot more hard work, a lot more harder uh, to, in order to, you know, be a part of the music industry, which I thought was very interesting. Interesting. And then there's the whole Ben Shapiro thing. <laughs> Dude. That was cringe, man. That was bad. Bro. Honestly, was bad. I... Ben... Like, that Ben Shapiro guy, he's just... It's so... It's just kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. He likes to play by his own rules. I'll just keep it at that. Yeah, he's one of those, like, crazy conservative people. Yeah. Like, and, like, you've seen all of, like, the memes for him, and it's just so yeah. funny. It's funny how he talks about freedom of speech or some shit uncensored, and then he can't even say the P word on the song. Yeah. He can't even say pussy or at. He just, like, bleeps himself off. And I think his, he has also has a sister. I forget her name, but she actually reacted to that video, I heard. And her, I heard her I heard the sister's actually worse than he is, but I don't know. Yeah. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> no, it does not. Oh, yeah, and I think he... I'm not sure if it was this year, but he said rap music's not real music or something like that. Wow. Remember that? I did not hear about that. Yeah, that was stupid, man. He's like those dudes that are obsessed with like classical. I do not like classical music. That is like boring as I'm shit. I'm with you on that. It's very long. Beethoven's overrated, man. Like, that shit is not for me, man. No. Yeah, I think not. he said that this year or last. I don't remember, man. But I just want to bring that up. That song is something, man. Yeah, so I guess <laughs> I guess that kind of wraps up our... I guess this is more of like a conversation yeah. about what's... Do you, you want to point... you want to talk about more of the song, or you think we covered it? I think we pretty much covered it. Okay. Or do you, or do you have more to say? I would just say... I'm not, I'm not trying to be a feminist, but I'm just looking at it through like a musical standpoint. For rap-wise... I'd say it's more of like a black dominated, more of a black dominated um, genre. And that it kind of ties into like the whole, I guess the whole female aspect is that females have to basically sex sells, if you know what I mean. So the reason why that song got a lot of uh, controversy is just because it was a very, it was a sex song. You know what I mean? It's about like, it's about like females having sex. It's, it's kind of like a double standard to it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like women, like for dudes, you don't you don't even have to rap about sex to be a good rapper. You can just be a shitty rapper. But for females, they feel the need that they have to kind of objectify themselves 
or um, kind of use themselves as sex objects. I mean, that's for them to decide. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing or agreeing with what they do. If they're if they're getting money and they're happy, you know what I mean. But I feel like that needs to be addressed. That women have it a lot harder in the rap industry than men do. Yeah, I agree. That makes sense. Like they like Cardi B. Cardi B knows her audience. Megan Stallion knows her artists. Doja Cat knows her audience. They know that they can just show them shaking their things. You know, what I mean? <laughs> and they're gonna get a lot. They're gonna get a lot of love if they actually rapped good. They're not gonna get a lot of. They're not gonna get a lot of love or money. Like people like Rhapsody suffer because they're really they're actually really good lyricists, but they don't get any love from the public. It's kind of like this whole double standard in the um, the hip hop industry. We talked about this earlier in um, the female, the top female MC, top top five rap female rappers basically. I mean, I'm not. Here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not the biggest female rapper fan ever. You know what I mean? They're not my go-to. I just prefer male rappers over females. I'm not trying to be sexist. That's just who I am. You know what I mean? All right. But I I can see why I can see why they what they're coming from. You know what I mean? Just kind of that whole double standard in music industry. Yeah. And that whole like rap is becoming more mainstream in a way, in a bad in a bad way, because you got these like fans that know nothing about it that are just kind of poisoning the culture. So like I personally I do I do identify as a feminist uh, personally, yeah. um, and look uh, people hate on this song just because it's women talking about sex right people a lot of people are not very comfortable about women talking about their sexual lives and stuff like that which yeah. um, while I'm not for over sexualizing women it also should be okay to for women to express you know exactly. what they need in a in a sexual relationship. Um, so I think that should also be normalized. And I think uh, also to your point, it also should be more normalized to have female rap artists be respected and be great lyricists at the same time like Rhapsody. Yeah. Rhapsody is a it great just, lyricist. It's just hard for them. I don't know why. It's just, it's just always been that way. That's why Foxy Brown and Little Kim are popular because they're, they're basically the original Cardi B's if you think about it. I mean, they're, they're lyrically way better than Cardi B, but you get my whole point how they like over sexualize themselves yeah I and get then you. a lot of these little little girls are gonna look up to them you know what i mean it just yeah. gets kind of messy from there like personally i don't that's none of my music i don't i don't really give a shit what they talk about it's just not my music you know what i mean yeah like, I, I don't listen to shit like it's that. just not it's just not the sound that you like yeah at the end of the yeah. day it's just it's nothing against them as a person i'm not, I'm not like ben shapiro like oh you, you shouldn't be saying that yeah you know? That, I don't give a shit what they say. It's just a terrible song. You know? <laughs> a terrible song is a terrible song. Yeah. Well, all right. Does that? I guess does that wrap it up? Yeah. All right. So that this wraps up our season. Um, and we'll catch you next. We're gonna do this September. I don't know September twentieth, like yeah. late September. Yeah, we'll basically. be we'll we'll begin recording Last again. Week, September. In late September, and uh, we'll yeah. we'll see you guys then. All right, peace. Uh,